This is for the nerds. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You're not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know that I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special Solve for Why Only Friends podcast. Shout out to everybody who was tuning into the Ingram Bryn Kenny interview. We appreciate you guys joining us. <clears throat> that, of course, is going to be the bulk of the conversation that we have today. A little bit of a reaction to said interview. A uh, lot to unpack there. A full two hours of back and forth between Poppy himself and Bryn Kenny. Uh, Conrad's already got the laptop up. He's, he's digging. He's ready to make a CSA. <laughs> I mean, we haven't spoke around here since the podcast got off. As a matter of fact, it just went off, but no words were spoken in this house. That's true. So I'm, in, I'm intrigued to see where this conversation goes. Mm, I, I was just wondering if you were going to plug your game for tonight before we got this thing on the road. <laughs> we got a new audience for you to cherry pick from, you know. It's not going to be till Thursday. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's been suspended. It's been suspended. Tuesdays are off the, off the calendar now. We're going to move into Thursdays. Um, before we get rolling, huge. Actually, Guapo, can you dim the lights? Is that possible? Can we dim the lights? I don't no, think we can. We can't He's dim the like, lights. Uh... <laughs> you, don't, you don't have the light switch over there. Big shout out to our man, Jeff Platt. I'm not going to say it's podcast <clears throat> guest run good, but, it you is. know, wow. first tournament he played after joining us here in studio. The man has finally done it. He's got the monkey off his back. Big 100K score shipping the MSPT Venetian main event 1100 for $100,800. Woo! Excellent work, Jeff. Excellent work. Jeff fucking Platt, baby. He comes on the show. He gives me some advice, you know, and then he goes out and wins a tournament. I think uh, he's a fellow. He's a fellow MSPT champion. Wow. He has one more. Wow. You see how fine a way to make this about him? It's not about me. I'm just saying facts, you know. He has one more. He has one more live win than Berkey does. He does. Like you were so excited to get your joke out there that you couldn't even acknowledge how narcissistic Landon was in that moment. Of course, I knew what I was doing. Jesus, man. We know you knew what you're doing. Don't call me a narcissist. Don't do this. You're right. That was mean. That was rude. Rude. The truth. My Starbucks just got here. Of course it did. <laughs> I mean, Go the good news is... It's not like we were here for a couple hours. I was... Well, he took a long time. I ordered it a long time ago when I was laying on the floor. Honestly, this is a much easier problem to solve than you just whispering into the mic, I have to poop. <laughs> Okay, uh, go ahead and get your, get, yes, please go to Starbucks. Uh, we will, we'll keep it rolling until you get back. Um, it's like a class, you know, big, big thing for Jeff Platt. I, I mean, I imagine that becomes the, the main bullet point to, uh, to his Raya profile now. Mm. I mean, you, you have to put MSPT winner in there, right? Uh, no. I don't know. Landon is in your no, profile. No, it's not in mine, so it shouldn't be in yours. <laughs> not in yours. When, <laughs> when did you become the celeb with the blue check mark? Just on the. Not yet. How many people you think on Raya? Is that what it's called? Raya? Yeah. How many people on there you think actually know what uh, the mid stakes poker tour is? Oh, zero. <laughs> well, well, For sure, zero. Jeff knows. Yeah, Jeff knows. He's um, one. So one. 
<laughs> I, I don't know if you saw, uh, we actually have um, a, a photo. Guapo, do you have that one loaded? Yeah, there it is. Oh, look at that. Of the final table list. Beautiful, um, beautiful new trophy that the Venetian has. Uh, <laughs> put it away, man. <laughs> stop with this. I mean, we can I mean stop. if you're it's... not going to put the pussy trophy on, on your Raya profile, I don't know that you're going to have much success, to be quite honest. Shout Landon, what were you doing It's there? not a ten-handed final table, man. <laughs> what? I wasn't in the final table. Did I didn't play the tournament. You, you didn't make it? No, of course I didn't make it. Jeff well, won. It didn't look like you were a part of the final table. It looked like you were there to, you know, take pictures. As press. Sure oh, I, so yeah. I was there to take a you're okay, just, so I was there to take a picture of them with table. me in the picture pointed at me. Yeah, there yeah, was a yeah. mirror in front of all of you, and you took a mirror photo as press. Right. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. you're, you're doing the Lord's work You've out there. You've been at every final table for like the last three weeks. There's I know. I should it's have pretty a lot, fucking impressive. I should have a lot more money than You've I do. You've been at Cash Game. You've been everywhere. Triton Cash Game? Like, yeah, huge. Crazy. World Traveler, man. I just World want to traveler. know where he hides those media credentials. I mean, is there a pocket in that towel? Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing underwear underneath. That that is true. He's yeah. wearing underwear. When I dress as you for Halloween, little secret, I won't be wearing underwear. You're not dressing as me as Halloween. That's fucking weird. That's so weird. I'm gonna, gonna walk with a cutout of him. Oh, no, 100. You have to get an exact replica wig. 100. percent I already I already thought about this on the drive over here. <laughs> you have better things to think about. No, no I don't. <laughs> Literally anything. Um, I was listening to Joey get through a five-minute-long question, and I'm just like, you know what would look great on me right now? Uh, Landon's a hard, hair. A, a hard-parted blonde wig. Yeah. Or, or have we decided blonde or red? It's, it's fucking strawberry blonde. blonde. It's yeah, blonde. strawberry blonde. He's blonde. Mm -hmm. You guys just love to do this. All of you. <laughs> I didn't do anything. You did it yesterday. You yeah, did. He yeah. fucking showered you. I, yeah, oh, he was so, was, I, I didn't. You got I didn't, roasted. I didn't. Uh, I didn't mean for it to spiral out of control. Like you knew did. what you were doing. <laughs> you you well, know everything spirals out of control. With the that is nice true. Slow one too. It yeah. was so good. Mm -hmm. It, was it took a while. To well, it was it was slow because a lot of us were cringing at the idea that he was going there. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, we know that, but still at the same time, we were hesitant to acknowledge that that's what was being said. Yeah, that one was served on a platter for me. Need that Sponsorship, though, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, Joey, if you're in the chat, how did you get Manscaped to sponsor you? Yes. Yeah. Can you give us your contact? Because yes. I've actually also, done a, several, uh, like, test ads for uh, Manscaped. I'm, I'm actually, I mean, for not, not that I don't want Manscaped, but I'm actually going to walk to the ghost headquarters after the show. Yeah. <laughs> pound on the door and demand right. that they sponsor us. Because I'm consuming enough of their products at this point that I'll just at, at least take free ghosts. At the very least, we don't even need free ghosts. We just need to be able to get the uh, electrolyte ones without them being backordered. Well, well, I don't think there's anything I DM'd we do. Dude well, Wipes, and I sent a very professional email, and I said... <laughs> You know, we would love to have you as our sponsor, mm -hmm. and they didn't reply. You know what you should have done? Just like their users. You should, you should have <laughs> sent a couple clips to them. I will, yeah. I'll actually make an ad reel, because I'm pretty sure I've done some <laughs> Dude Wipes ads for free, and I've done some Manscaped ads for free. I, <laughs> You're really going after both. I know? hate to call this one back, but <laughs> Dude Wipes don't have to just be for the potty. They could be, you know... The cleanup afterwards as well. Yeah. But, but you know what's funny? The guys who use dude wipes, they never bring me a dude wipe. They bring me a crusty old towel. <laughs> I have a question. Damn. How prepared are we? For what? To get Marin on today. 
Not at all. We've no, dis- we discussed this in pre-show. It's absolutely not an option. Yeah, I literally I, I asked Brian. I, I, I mean, we're fully prepared. We're fully prepared, <clears throat> but we're not prepared for Martin. I, Th- I, there's a difference. I created a new game called Good Idea, Bad Idea with Brian. <laughs> and we're, right now it's a bad idea. Yeah. It could turn into idea. good idea. Uh, also, by the way, shout out to Poppy on the, the segue into the Manscaped read. It was... So excellently done. <laughs> just, Bryn was dying laughing, uh, and that honestly, was actually very funny. I want to. I want to get sponsored by them just for that graphic. I just want to get that that gut bush graphic where the <laughs> <laughs> the ranger just comes in, just clips it down. I, if uh, nothing else, I believe we should get it for Melissa's handiwork on the thumbnails, hiding pubic hair all over the place. It? No, but I knew you did it. Did you guys? Did anyone see it? <laughs> no. I didn't. I didn't see it. I, didn't I hid one yesterday. It was in yesterday. You, you got it through? Yeah. I was. It was way I too late at night. They were red. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got it through because it was like subtle enough. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't look that hard. It was. It was I way said, too late at night. I said if the, if there's ever gonna be a time, this was the time. Well. Well. <laughs> yep. This I listened. Is the time. All right, enough of the jokes. Uh, let's get to it since McPhee's yeah. in the chat bitching and moaning that I know. Martin, everyone, Martin's not everyone, getting a platform. You know what? Everybody just take a deep namaste breath. <laughs> Are you going to lead us through that? They're going to do a bit of a guided yoga. Okay. Have you done sound healing? <clears throat> what kind? There's multiple? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've only ever like saw the gong. Oh, no, I haven't done that sound mm. bath. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sound bath. What is this? I've only ever seen it at like music festival. i have to tell you there there have been a lot of experiences in my life that i've agreed to uh <laughs> not understanding the caveats that were attached like i did a speaker's uh training course uh-huh. and it was fantastic it was like it was it was an excellent three-day workshop in like how to become a better public speaker things to think about work on and stuff like that mm. and then we just had a sound bath at the end on the end of day three and it's like i didn't sign up for this this is joey's chat is I'm just going to close the chat. They are toxic as fuck. <laughs> Joey, get your people in line. What is this? It's you fine. bring these people to us and they're No, we, we love you. Can maniacs? you please like and subscribe to our channel? <laughs> they just keep it would really help us out and help the channel grow. I need to make Thank an you. OnlyFans and threatening to leave. Well, not surprised. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, getting into the shits, the real shits. Um, as far as like not having martin on it's not like martin hasn't had the opportunity to speak and we are going to address some of the tweets that he put out today which i think uh were were pretty hmm, telling seems like a good idea or a good word uh joey actually referenced them with bryn but there were a handful of of spots throughout this interview that i thought were a bit noteworthy um before we get into the specifics what was everybody's takeaway in general, like uh, as far as this interview with Ingram goes compared to the previous interview with Sarah Herring, because I think that is the first thing to really put an emphasis on is that we were so upset with the Poker News interview. I think it was an extended version of that. Yes, I think it was very regurgitated for him. But like, I'm not sure it's it's not Joey's fault. No, but I just don't think he was ever really going to give us that much. The Mm -hmm. biggest thing I learned from it was if true that lauren owes him that much money which is interesting yeah um but yeah i mean i just don't it's hard to get much from somebody who is so he just seems rehearsed Mm -hmm. like 
Uh, it just seems like the same thing, honestly. Like he, he, it was the same thing, and him just promoting a site. He, yeah. he has his talking points, and he just goes back to the talking. He points always over just and revol- over. reverts right. back to right. his. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, Joey could ask him. You know, he could follow up and ask a bunch of questions as much as he wants, and it's just gonna. He's just gonna keep giving mm. kind of the same generic answer. Okay, so with that, mm. with that being said, were there any notable points where uh, we felt like Joey kind of could have pushed a little bit harder because? Uh, I know the big criticism with the Sarah uh, Herring interview was that she kind of gave him some softballs and then didn't really follow up all that much. Um, personally, I thought that this one was a lot better in that regard, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was a long interview. I'm sure that there were some spots missed. Did anything, like, really stick out to anybody that uh, you felt like could have been pressed on a little harder? No, I was actually pretty happy with how he was... Um, like pressing on situations, yeah. okay. but the same regurgitated bullshit comes out. So it's just like, uh, it's just kind of the one spot where he brought up like the. I think the best questions were when he had actual like evidence that he was pointing to, like yeah. the chat log when he was pointing to, um, like multi accounting. It was pretty clear that's what they were talking about in the chat, and he kind of went silent for a second. That was probably like the most interesting part. Any yeah. question that has a piece of evidence that he's pointing to yeah uh let's talk about that since you brought it up um martin put a tweet out today that uh essentially very clearly states that uh they were using multiple accounts to fire on party poker um so it was not his pin tweet the uh the here's the stars cheating one yeah that one um so if you actually click the individual uh pictures the very first one no no sorry guapa that's the wrong one that's the yeah there you go uh so whenever we whenever we make this full screen we could see that um this is Bryn saying like you can only play two party accounts anyway also these were taken from uh, i think joey showed them as well uh during his stream and they were taken from the article that was written by poker news uh however many months ago um and uh you know Bryn's basically saying you know you could play two two accounts on on the party uh yours and one of luke's uh or one luke's i'm assuming that meant to be one of luke's uh so it sounds like everybody had multiple accounts to draw from now again this is seemingly only um inferring that it's happening on party poker specifically uh but uh, and I think that Joey did a really good job of of highlighting this. If it's happening, like, it, it's kind of like the game of where's the poop, you know? Like, if you smell Sorry, something, game? Yeah. Where's, where's, the where's the poop? That's like, a game? The problem is something's wrong here. Yes, <laughs> like, like something is happening, and it's happening at, an, at a certain frequency, and there's an op- opportunity for it to happen at scale. There's an opportunity for it to happen now on stars on gg on like all these other sites so we have proof that it's happening at some degree on on party poker and then there's this opportunity for it to be happening on all the other sites and these are the accusations that are being levied against uh against Bryn, right so to basically present this evidence and then have the pushback say like well um i don't even know that Bryn really addressed this it seemed like he just kept sidestepping it or maybe like the question was never directly asked to him, like you know what what does this mean? Um, but there was never really a good explanation 
for why multiple accounts were being utilized by single horses and um, why they would or like why we should assume that this wasn't also taking place on the the major sites beyond party poker mm -hmm. right uh and i think that that's like you know if we really zoom out and we look at this thing from the community perspective of why it matters first and foremost right like if we just try to answer the question of like why does any of this matter why does uh the fact that Bryn is being accused of any of this make any difference outside of the fact that he's starting a new site obviously relative to that it'll always matter because you want to make sure that you're dealing with up and up people but why does it matter otherwise the answer is very bluntly because he had access to so many people right and if we go now through the line of questioning that that poppy was kind of asking it was very quickly Bryn admitted that he staked thousands of people uh i thought the most interesting and the most telling part of the interview was whenever they talked about uh, Gigi's relationship with Bryn and how all of that came to be. So the origin story didn't matter all that much to me, right? But what mattered was Bryn admitting that he was staking game starters, Bryn admitting that he had like thousands of people in his agency and was willing to, uh, was like basically doing all of these different types of deals with these thousands of people, whether it was rake back or it was uh, incentivizing them to start games. Uh, it seemed like there was a, a, a large business basically built from this agency that could very easily lead to nefarious activity. Mm. And whenever we, look, whenever we look at this story as a whole, it's very easy to get distracted. There are a lot of distractions that will pull your eyes away from the things that actually matter to the community. Yeah. There's the shaman, right? There's the, the yoga nonsense. There's the Lauren Roberts aspect of it. Um, there is, uh, you know, a lot of the, the character assassinating that takes place. There was, a, there was a long rant where Bryn was like basically character assassinating uh, Martin. And, you know, uh, I think as an interviewer, it's, it's very important to like step in in those situations because... Martin's not the one on trial in this particular instance. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, kind of the same thing happened with Lauren. Well, it, he was saying that he was unhappy as a way to discredit him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of. On uh, one thing that I just realized I don't think was asked about, or maybe I missed it, but the part, the, the part about him being able to see people's computer screens... Through. Yeah. Yeah. So I have that written down also. Was uh, that asked? No. And it's something that uh, I, I wish would have been addressed uh, as one of the major talking points because um, during that interview, Joey flashed a text that was exchanged where one of the horses, it may have been Martin, it may have been somebody else, I'm not sure, but they had texted Bryn and said, okay, I'll have to team view in. Right. Right. Well, if you remember back to the Sarah Herring interview, he basically said that he's never used TeamViewer oh, right. and doesn't even know how it works yeah. or functions, right? Which is obviously bullshit. Like, you, you don't, like, TeamViewer isn't pre-installed to your computer. Yeah. So it's on his desktop, obviously, right? right? And it's very clear. Uh, it's utilized in a myriad of ways in the poker community. Um, Post-Black Friday, a lot of people were using it in lieu of VPNing because mm -hmm. they felt VPN was too dangerous. Yeah. So they would buy other people's accounts who were local and then uh, just have a dedicated 
uh, desktop that they could VPN into and then play anytime they liked, right? Um, I think that that was what Hastings was accused of doing uh, back in the mid-2010s where he was in Florida at the time, I believe, and was like beasting some mixed games on some Wales account. Uh, so, you know, this stuff matters because obviously there's EV attached to it, but we've gotten very loose uh, with regard to VPNing specifically. The team viewing stuff, though, is very different, right? So <clears throat> if TeamViewer was in play at all, which it appears that it may have been, that is something, uh, th that's something in and of itself that would lend itself to ghosting, mm -hmm. right? Now, the other thing that you're talking about is this accusation that he was able to actually see uh, the, the behavior taking place on computer screens for the people under him yeah, and his agency. Like that was the most shocking part of the Martin like coming forward stuff right. was that he said he facilitated some type of, of test with his friend, like yeah. told him something to see if Bryn would confront him about it, mm -hmm. and he did. Um, so I... I I'm curious what his answer would have been to that. The other thing I'm curious about is um, the text message between him and Lauren, where Lauren said he was playing on his account. Like, right. Wasn't that... So Joey did address that. But it was never answered, right? Well, he, he basically sidestepped it with like a logical fallacy type of like reframing of the question. Uh, so basically what he said was that Lauren owed him all this money and... If Joey's accusing Bryn of having his horses uh, basically bum hunt Lauren, why then would he play under her account to work down her debt? And, you know, the obvious answer there is because she's not going to pay you otherwise. Mm -hmm. And it's a massive EV edge for you. Yeah, you you get to play under a whale's account. And you put and, your horses in makeup. Exactly. And that's the other thing that wasn't addressed is that you don't have to be a good boss. Yeah. Like, don't pretend like it's in your best benefit for your horses to not be in makeup. Because as long as you're not going to fire them and you're potentially winning their losses anyway, which Joey did kind of allude to this. He kind of said something along the lines of, well, you know, there is a lot of back-end deals taking place between you and GG. So these people that you're backing, you're profiteering off of regardless of how they perform. Like if you're putting X amount of people into a satellite and you're going to have some winners and some losers there, you're basically winning off of both of them, right? And that's very true and uh, very important to shine a light on because it's not necessarily like that isolated is not necessarily nefarious, right? It's just very cutthroat, scummy business, right? It's not cheating in any way. If, if you, like for instance, uh, let's say that they run a 10K guaranteed private tournament yeah. and Bryn puts every single person into the field mm -hmm. and you know, gives them some sort of backing deal, but they're not aware of it amongst each other, fine. it's fine, yeah. right? If they all know and, and say like, now there's one person in the whole event that is not a part of the group, now it's collusion, right? And that's kind of the fine line. This happened uh, in a private game uh, I don't want to name, name names because I don't know how much of it's public, but uh, a game that shut down like this time last year, this time two years ago, sorry. Um, it was a game that like myself and Christian played. We happened to be big winners, but it turned out that the house was putting everybody we were playing in against. Uh, so like him and I were the only two pros in the game. They were whale hunting you guys? 
sort of uh we were we were just on the outs okay. right so there were whales that were invited obviously and those whales were not a part of uh the collective pool mm -hmm. but it turned out that the host was like putting like in in a nine-handed game the host would have like seven people in action and i kind of thought that may have been the case but didn't care because I thought everybody that was being backed was so bad right. that it didn't matter. Yeah, and according to like, you know, my win rate, that was probably true. But I realized that it was not on the up and up, like that they probably all knew they were collectively sharing money. When uh, the last time that I played there, it was like um, me, Chin, uh, the, that Lana woman who ended up getting arrested for uh, stealing um, oh, yeah. from Esfendiari. Uh, uh, and you know, a bunch of weak wrecks that I considered, or weak regs that I considered to be like pretty bad. And I had to give my seat up for a reg who was like at the time a 510 grinder. And I'm just like, okay, I have 200,000 in front of me and I'm V pipping 40%. You're going to put in this kid who's going to buy him for 10K and is like terrified to be here. This doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Now I get it. Sus. Yeah, it man. was literally me, Chin, and Lana versus the other six of you. Okay. Cash me out, I'm never coming back. Left the At group chat. At least you profited. Yeah, I, I did really well. Uh, luckily so, because on top of that, there was also like alleged cheating that was taking place. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm getting very sides. But, but, you know, this is, this is the shit you deal with in, in private games. Yeah. Um, so, you know, apparently like there were a couple cheating incidences that were taking place. One seemed to be from an outsider that they thought was a whale that had figured out a way to like mark cards or something like that. And then another one was alleged to be within that collective group, whatever. When it's all said and done and the dust settled, um, I think everything uh, kind of panned out the way that it should uh, with minimal, minimal issue. But, and, and honestly, that's kind of the way that this Bryn story is, is shaking out is I think the community as a whole is getting very wrapped up in all of the distractions. Mm -hmm. He's the butt of a lot of jokes, right? But like when we compare it to the Ali and Jake stuff, it's really hard to find the thing to latch onto that Bryn is so obviously guilty of. The problem is the accusations of everything. And it's like if these, right. if one thing is true, then it's probably yes. a perfect fucking circle yeah. of truth. And Bryn's just sitting at the in the middle collecting money all day long. Because like it's literally a circle. Yeah. And he's just sitting in the middle. Mm -hmm. And like it just bounces, everything just bounces right to him in some way, shape, or form. If this any of these accusations are true, because that means they're all true. So and that, it keeps. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, yeah, you're right. That 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 uh, brings me to another one. Uh, another one of the points that I wish would have been dug in on a little bit harder. Bryn openly admitted to having ghosted in the past, mm -hmm. like right out of the gate of the show. Yeah. And we kind of just accepted that and moved on. It's like no, 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 no. Like I need to pick at that wound. Like. I want fucking details because yeah. I've known yeah, or I've heard torture, torture I, chamber, bro. I've heard allegedly that uh, you know he had been ghosting all the way back to like 2006 like the first time he went broke off a million it was alleged that uh, he had created whenever he talks about being like negative millionaire mm -hmm. I'm pretty confident it was like the first time that he went broke off of a seven figure role and at the time I, I've told this story before at the time his brother was like rising to prominence online. And it was alleged that that was just all Bryn. And I played with his brother live. He, he didn't have it, man. Okay. Like, you know, he just didn't have the chops. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that seemed to be probably point one 
where you know this this bigger picture version of uh soft cheating if you will mm-hmm. right and i don't even want to call it soft cheating because it's just straight up cheating but it's like there's a difference i guess because like he's still risking money and yeah there's ev for him to be anonymous and everybody else to be known but it's not the same as like rta i guess is my point um but it does it does bring us to that point of like okay well if that's when that began like let's call it 2008 to 2009 somewhere in that frame time frame once he got flush again the Bryn backing train began and you know uh i don't think he's downplaying whenever he says he's backed a thousand plus people right like i had no idea that he had pieces of coon along the way and stuff like that like that tells me how far out his reach has gone yeah and if that were true i i don't I'm not making accusations of like any of the horses uh, being in bad spots or anything like that. But my whole point is, is like, whenever you reach that level of scale, if you were willing to take any nefarious edges along the way, it has to trickle down. Like, it, it, you're just not going to suddenly start running a clean operation overnight. Like, him pointing to text messages sent in like 2019 where he's like refuting any desire to ghost or whatever. It's like, yeah, man, you have fucking 30 million now. There was also a smiley face in that text that just was like the most like right. fucking bullshit. What <laughs> the fuck smiley. is this smiley face in this fucking text? Like, Not even an emoji. Like what in the <laughs> fuck was that? Right. It's emoticon. Like, yeah. it, it's just like, okay, so, you, so that means go do it. And right. also... The deuce, um, the hand that he was talking about, that was when the deuce Mar- seven with Martin. Yes, yeah. It wasn't didn't Martin say that was due to Sergi um, and RTI? Yeah. So he alleged that it was an ICM play based off <clears throat> of uh, the RTA that Sergi was utilizing. That was something else that I thought could have been dug was, into a little bit more. Yeah. We didn't hear anything about Sergi. Yeah. Or CSM or, or like their involvement. Wow, there was not no be, CSM. Not there was to be no CSM with at all. The CSA. Not to be confused with the CSA. <laughs> yeah, there's CSM, there's CSM and CSA. Very different. No, I was just saying no CSM. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, re- <laughs> I, I actually played with Sergi this summer uh, at the World Series. He was very upset. Like extremely upset saying that we had trashed he his reputation. He yelled at you, right? He didn't yell. He was, he was angry and he was emotional. <clears throat> uh, he didn't yell at you. But he was very confrontational. And, you know, I was just very, uh, very curt with him and saying like, uh, look, man, like nobody seems to be coming to your defense except for Bryn. And you can easily clear your own name if what is being uh, alleged is false. And he's like, you know, what are you saying? I go, well, are you banned from GG? And he goes, yes. And I go, why? And he goes, the same reason everybody's banned from there. And I go, well, <laughs> if you're implying that it's anything other than preflop charts, then you should just like go public with the notification that you receive from them saying that that you're banned or whatever and he's like oh they don't give you a reason they just ban you it's like okay i'm not sure if that's true or not but like let me give you the benefit of the doubt and assume that it is i'm pretty sure you could reach out to them and get clarification now right it just seems like you know that that discussion wasn't really had today about like well was sergi because because Bryn alluded to it he he set him up to get thrown under the bus he, he goes sergi and a couple others were coaching continuously yeah. beyond when i said i wanted nothing to do with ghosting right 
Yeah, he said, also, I'm sorry. Um, okay. Zemini said the seven deuce offhand was, um, wasn't with Sergi watching. That was his own doing, of course. And then he said he came over for um, deep big runs after that hand. Oh, I see. And so that's what led to it. And he brought his um, RTA for the WSOP final table. Right, right, with the Jack-10. Okay. Um, yeah, so I mean, hmm. it's, it's like, uh, it's very difficult to believe, especially after now that GG has unbanned so many people, who, like Brewer, who were just using preflop charts. From what I heard, Sergi's also one of those. Is he? From what I heard. I... Okay, I mean, like, yeah, if we see him in action, then that's going to that's gonna corroborate his side that he wasn't RTAing. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think that they're going to unban actual RTAers. But, mm -hmm. you know, we don't know that for sure. We'll maybe hear from the Integrity Council somewhere yeah. along the lines. It's such a weird thing because both sides of this can't be right. right? When it comes to Martin saying that there's right. RTA, there's this, whatever. There's Sergey saying there's only preflop charts, this, that, or whatever. They both cannot, there's no middle ground here. Right? Yes, There's either correct. a right or a wrong. Correct. So somebody's lying. <laughs> so when that's the case, now we have to play the game of who's lying, how do you actually find out what's true, who's actually giving the receipts that is, isn't true, because we haven't seen anything from either side that's effectively damning, if you will. That's the wildest public. part about all this is there are, there are thousands of text messages. Right. <laughs> and they all allude to so many of these things being true, right. but the amount of probability that you can assign to any one of them, it ranges. Like yeah. some of it's like, uh, okay, like maybe this corroborates the shaman story 10%. Right. And then some of it's like, well, I mean, this like corroborates ghosting like maybe 80%. Well, what I did um, see today that he was very more open to the shaman or like the, um, like that conversation, like pushing yeah. people toward shaman or mm -hmm. yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And like now we all, that, that also, that's a little bit more things that just move toward, like, the truth, kind yeah. of. He painted it in like, a way of, like, that it was, you know, this is beneficial to everyone. I just want to help people. Yeah, well, like, like I, that's, how just, he, that's how he that's, painted that's it. That's what makes it come off as bullshitty, though, mm -hmm. when they're sort of pumping up their own, like, oh, I just, all I ever wanted to do was, it's like, I just think if someone's telling the truth, they'll say, they'll say, yeah, I did this wrong, this wrong, you know, like, maybe maybe there was misunderstanding like they'll, they'll kind of say some stuff that they are accountable for but he kind mm -hmm. of was like i just love people and want to help people and i'm not totally buying that yeah like i never forced You're anybody to do player. anything you like i'm money, just here to help you know yeah. like let's lay that out there I, mm -hmm. I think the issue too when it comes to the whole extra necessities with if you will like the frog poison or the psychic stuff is it's all effectively irrelevant when it comes to what's important mm -hmm. so like the more time you spend on talking about the frog poison talking about the, the psychic mm -hmm. it's it, like well you're just wasting time talking about something that it, doesn't actually matter yes you say that but i disagree because it's kind of just more corroborating the story like it's more like making that circle become truth yeah you're you're correct but landon's point is is a little bit more valid because the problem is that we lack concrete evidence on all the other stuff so you can't take like circumstantial evidence on accusations and then pile on even more adjacent circumstantial evidence like there's a lot of evidence that he treated lauren in a very scummy way yes right there's a lot of evidence that uh he probably heavily pushed people towards yoga and the shaman and like all this other stuff. Why didn't he have any evidence of his own though? Like why wouldn't he come prepared with evidence that Lauren owes him money? 
Well, he, he already addressed that on the Poker News interview. He basically said that, like, he's so rich that he doesn't write down 2.2 million worth of debt. <laughs> like, so it was just a. But the crazy thing is that there's, like, no text exchanges uh, outside of, like, I think that there, there might have been, like, Lauren, Lauren maybe released, like, four or five exchanges back whenever this was all hot. Mm-hmm. And it was so minimal. It was the, uh, I guarantee this is going to 100x, but it's up to you kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, it seemed like there was just as much of her alleging that he was cheating on her account as there was that she owed him money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, real quick, just a couple hours ago, Lauren quoted a tweet from Bryn and said, this sounds like libel to me talking about the money that was owed. I suggest you document the alleged money is owed or shut the fuck up. Yeah. So it's just like, Mm. there's a lot of things here that we would like to see some sort of evidence or proof on versus just actually talking because we can all sit here around the campfire and talk about the frog poison and the, and the combo and who owes who money, but it's all just a big waste of time at the end of the day. Yeah. There's no like evidence. Right. And of course these things being true can lead to other things also being true, but it doesn't really stop the inherent incident of, okay, what happened from the poker side of like the ghosting or the RTA or the stable stuff, which is the bulk of what's being, what's trying to get implicated here, less so getting frog poison or not. Yeah, I, I obviously I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's not a question, but I was just saying like, it's the fact that he like sh- said that was kind of more truthful from coming from Martin's mouth. Like yeah. from what he was kind of more verifying what he said. Yeah. This meant like, okay, it's just like there's more things that might be that way. Yeah, there definitely is. It's just a matter of the things that are the most important from the poker community standpoint. Right. Someone's yeah, not yeah. being truthful, and yeah. that's right. the important well, part. Well, I think what Connor is saying is that, like, obviously, if he's kind of admitting that what he said about the shaman is true, then maybe the, all the other stuff he's saying is also true. It, it just keeps coming back, back to my theory of, like, that circle. If, mm-hmm. one, of the, if one of these things is kind of true... It's probably. I don't. It's. I don't think one thing being true means all of it's true. It means that I think uh, there's that probably implications. There's like, probably truth on both sides and lies on both sides. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think it's black and white. Like I don't think that one thing, like, you know, let's say. Um, I mean, we have like a little bit of like proof from everything, like. Right, like, but you have it the other way too, right? So like you have. You have, you, there, there's enough doubt into Martin's character. There's enough doubt into Lauren's character where it does go both ways. And I think that's what Melissa is kind of alluding to here is that uh, there's so much doubt surrounding all of this. The only thing that I can concretely say is there has to be some underpinning of truth for Martin to go forward yeah. because it's damaging this, his own reputation too. Not, so. not only is it damaging him, but like, in a million years, you couldn't fabricate this. <laughs> like, these are just the wildest fucking details. It's true. It's like the yeah. amount of imagination you'd have to have is... You've got to be on some frog poison for that. You've got to be on some... Right. Like, I guess maybe he tripped on DMT and, like, dreamt all this up. And, you know, it's all completely nonsense. But uh, there... Joey was right to say that the... The people with all the answers is GG. Like, yeah. they for sure have all of the necessary concrete data that we would need to draw a conclusion one way or another, right? They know what Sergi did or didn't do with regard to 
uh, utilizing third-party software. They know uh, all of the ins and outs of Bryn's agency, which we have almost no vision over right. at all, right? We have speculation from Martin, and we have uh, a lot of distraction from Bryn. Right. And neither one of them are really giving us any sense of uh, what this actually looks like. I, I mean, Bryn did kind of like open the curtain a little bit on on how all this came to be in giving that GG origin story. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was literally just an app site that had like no membership whatsoever. And he basically turned it into a high stakes MTT site over, not overnight, but over a short period yeah, of time. I remember when it was like only some people had access to it who were like, you had, to, you had to go through an agent. Now yeah. it's like an actual poker site sponsoring WSOP all within like a couple of years. It's insane. It's really crazy. Actually. It's insane. Uh, we were talking about this on the ride over. It's crazy. That GG is uh, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, poker operator in the world right now. Yeah, they're massive. I mean, this was three or four years ago, uh, maybe a little bit longer, maybe like five years ago, but they were on par with like Poker Bros. uh, Not even Poker Bros wasn't even a thing yet. It was the Chinese version of that. uh, Poker Master. Poker Master, yeah. Yeah. So it was literally, I, I remember I was playing live cash games with like, you know, a lot of the the grinders around here and uh we're we're playing like 100 200 200 400 whatever and they're just like uh oh are you on are you on gg or are you on poker poker masters like you've been grinding the apps right Uh, shockingly enough schindler was like one of the biggest app grinders at the time uh yeah i mean (laughs) who knew uh but honestly maybe that's what sparked the whole thing he probably got fleeced like the rest of us and it was just like, well, enough of this shit. <laughs> that was his villain origin story. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's just like, well, here we fucking go then. Um, well, okay, how do we, if ever, find out? Like, Gigi will never give the full report as to what's, what happened or what's going on, correct? I, you know, I don't think so. I think one other thing we didn't really learn is what's Bryn's relationship with Gigi now mm-hmm. that he's operating a, competi- uh, a, a competing site. Yeah. Right. Because um, he says he's friends with the people right. who own And GG. I didn't really get full closure. Is his agency down? It, it, or is he still... I Should mean, I ask if I can sign up through him and see if he <laughs> says yes? We need a, uh, an inside man. I'll be your undercover. I, I mean, like, that's the thing, right, is is it sounded like he made it seem like he's still making passive income through GG. But, like, I don't know. Um, and, and, you know, maybe, like, the exit plan for him is to be acquired by GG, right? Like, build up this new site, make it competitive, and then just have a bigger competitor come in and buy you out type of thing. I'm not sure. I mean, that's a good way to get to 100x. Just, uh, yeah, just that, that's that up to there. the people that want to play on four poker, you know. Right, right. That's not up to him. That's up to you. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I guess there's a world in which Bryn and GG just become mortal enemies, and maybe they bury him, right? Like they'll never directly do it, obviously, but like you know, documents get leaked. Right. Uh, the the press wakes up with a undisclosed anonymous email source. <laughs> with uh you know classified a lot of conspiracy theories that I, I i have coming up in my head that could happen it, yeah. it honestly is a wild rabbit hole that yeah. we've fallen into uh and a lot of this is that you know martin just opened this massive can of worms and i, I kind of you know i remember he told me all of this in 2020 i think uh or 2021 we were we were in utah he told me all of this and it was just like, wow, this is fucking out there, right? 
And then fast forward a year later, and he's talking about like going public with it. And I was just like, just bring your fucking receipts, man. Like, yeah. have receipts. And it's like, as the texts start rolling out, like, they're sort of receipts. They're almost there. Yeah, they're, they're almost, almost kind of receipts. But it's like, I thought the Poker News article did the best job of summarizing uh, all of the accusations, yeah. all of the information that's available for the public to, to kind of comb through. <clears throat> I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, here we are still with more questions than answers. And I don't know that this interview really did much other than slightly repair Bryn's image? Question mark? Uh, yeah. I, just, I think this was, you know, everybody that didn't see the last one could have watched today. Uh, I, I think he looked less bad on this one than he did the Sarah Herring one. And maybe that was just a byproduct of like we knew what was going on. Yeah. Like it was such a softball interview. Um, but like Joey pushed it some pain points. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just we just got the runaround from Brent yeah. Taylor, so it just really didn't matter. Yeah, it was interesting. It's weird because Brent has a very unique style of handling <laughs> this type of interrogation. He's good at it. He, well, he is good he's at fucking it. good at it. He sidesteps shit. He's like fucking But he also he's is like Neo. He's he, Neo I don't think Matrix. he moved at any I don't think he moved at all. There's some weird yeah. cloth hanging dangly thing hanging behind him in this white room and he's just like Yes, um, I, I heard that about me. I just want to help people. And you just not move. It's like, you can't get anything out of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, what I noticed about his, his style of reaction was uh, he was very long-winded mm -hmm. about some of the most poignant questions. And, you know, to be fair, Ingram's not exactly the most poignant guy. Like, it, it takes him a second to get there. Uh, he, he gives you all the details before asking the question, but uh, he was very long-winded in some of the questions where it's like, no, I just want a direct answer, right? And then on some of the questions where, where Joey was very poignant of just like, you know, did you ghost? He literally was just like, yes. And then just sat silent. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, wait a second. Like, do you want to talk about did it? We just, <laughs> do you want to? Like, was that a gotcha? No, no, we, we need to follow up. And like the follow-up almost doesn't come. Right. Because it's like, you don't expect that direct, like you, like you just listen to a 13 minute sidebar about how you just want to help cure world hunger. And that's <laughs> why you have TeamViewer on your computer. Right. Uh, all of a sudden to just like a very abrupt yes and dead silence thereafter. It's just like, you kind of get taken off guard a bit. And, and that happened like two or three times where Joey just asked like a pretty frank question and he kind of just like didn't bother sidestepping it and either chose not to answer, was very, very quiet prior to answering and they gave like a very short, concise, like my lawyers told me not to address this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, or like at the end, like, uh, you know, Joey asked him, like, you know, do you have anything else to say? Whatever. And he was just like, I think I've said enough. And like, that was mm -hmm. it. There was a real difference between like, call it the podcast slash conversation side of having conversations and then like an interrogative interview of sorts. And this felt a little bit more like a podcast type conversation than an interrogative interview. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. Joey's not sense. an interrogator. So right. So if we're looking for answers from an interrogative standpoint, 
we did not get that what very i would much. really like it and i don't know if this is possible in any way but i do watch some videos that are taking you know they'll take like a famous youtuber's apology or something and then they'll break down the body language and uh -huh. the tonality and all of that i would love, I would to, love to have somebody comb through martin's and then brin's like side by side mm -hmm. who's like an expert and and like tell us what they think what they think about how they answer questions the way that they speak when yeah. they answer questions mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah yeah it sounds pretty interesting because there was so much talk about things that weren't relevant to the main story at hand it's like there's a lot of different sides he does a lot, of, a lot of advertising of, of his character which i just in in general am pretty like sus of whenever yeah. someone is so is so quick to advertise themselves as a certain way especially when that way is very righteous right it, i'm sort of like okay like you know get mm. to the point why are we <laughs> why are we listening to how you're such a good person and right. how you help everyone yeah and i wonder like i mean there's just so much there's so, <laughs> so much else going on right so like much. i don't know like how like how public all this stuff is but you know throughout all of this the rises and the falls of bryn kenny like throughout all, all of this career and him backing thousands of people and and everything else like, a lot of people he was also in business with people at the same time right like uh he he had a deal all the way through his high roller success like it wasn't like he was firing on his own dime um you know i, I don't want to out his backer if nobody knows but like he had a wealthy businessman like you know fronting most of these binds and, and things of that nature and it, and maybe maybe it's not well if Britain were actually if we had more hard concrete evidence on what Bryn had done rather than all these allegations i think i would be more comfortable in saying like who his investor was uh because i i, I do think that it would be impossible to not be in the know right so it's like i i don't know to what degree all of this stuff public not not as public but like gets out beyond the four walls of Bryn, right so obviously it's like he has this whole downline he has this whole operation going on at gg uh, where he has an agency beneath him. He has hundreds, maybe thousands of horses. Who fucking knows? But then on top of that, he's like backed by a billionaire. And it's like, it's really hard for that person to have no knowledge whatsoever of this mass scale operation that, that Bryn is doing, right? Like one of the things of, one of the aspects of being a backer at, at that high of stakes is having fundamental knowledge of your horse's financial situation right like you don't want to be firing off a 10 million dollar roll for high rollers if you're dealing with a guy who's stone broke or you know is putting 90 percent of his liquidity in play uh with a bunch of other guys firing 109s on online right so and then on top of that there's also a lot of crossover with this was taking place during that time where uh, I can't recall the gentleman's name, but like he had lost millions and millions on the 25Ks on GG. You know, Bryn was a part of that. He was, he was in the mix. So of course, like he wasn't firing that on his own dime either. I wouldn't imagine. It's almost certain to have been a part of the, uh, of, of the backing deal. And there's explanation that comes with this. This is why it's such a good spot. And like, you know, these things are all happening. And also Lord Roberts runs around that same collective. Like we were all playing cash games together. So 
there's just so much overlap between the the collective parties involved at least at the top yeah that i would be astonished if there aren't people who are staying quiet that know a hell of a lot more right um well do you think that they want to get involved or maybe have some things of their past or current present that they wouldn't want to have talked about of like i know this so if i come forward with this i'll talk about something else uh well it's just more so that i think they're all bigger than Bryn, Mm. and it's like to to get dragged into this what what i assume that they would consider to just be like complete and utter poker nonsense right like this is poker drama i imagine to a big businessman yeah um it's drama to us (laughs) yeah definitely yeah it is but it's also it's also one of those things where it's like it's an integrity issue right like Brendan mentioned that like his integrity had never been questioned when he was negative a million dollars and now all of a sudden that he's like super flush as you know uh a a deca millionaire or whatever all of a sudden his integrity is being called into question it's like bro that's not true at all like your integrity has always been called into question it was just on the low we, right. we talked amongst each other like you know everybody knew at least in in the online circles like what was going on in the early 2000s with Bryn. it's like we knew about the run-ups we knew about the rundowns we knew that like he was he was the first guy that i had heard was actively pursuing people deep in sunday majors to buy accounts and he would buy for worse than icm value for people that were making deep runs that it was you know their biggest score to date or whatever and you know say there's 30 left in the sunday millions something of that nature back then it was easy to find people right because their screen names were the same on aim and mm-hmm. and uh right it was you stars or full tilt or whatever yeah. right so you just hit them up on aim and say hey uh let's do this i got a deal for you <laughs> yeah i got a deal for you you're guaranteed 20k right now let's make it 50 and i'll take over your account right uh and you know the thing is, is like i have to say that allegedly because i don't actually know anybody that that took place with but it was a very widespread rumor it wasn't like you heard it from one single person mm-hmm. and and that's the thing but yeah i don't know man i, I don't really know what to make of it I, I think it's just one of those things where it's like we can probably just end it with the the decision that like okay Bryn's a shady character but we just don't have enough to really make any strong accusations of cheating or uh, nefarious activities stick. Yeah. You know? That's why he's, why he's willing to do these interviews, too. Right. Because he, he knows, you know, that, that nobody has that exact uh, piece of evidence that they need to bring him down. So he's just like, I can do these interviews and I can sidestep these questions. They don't have the yeah. master key. They what's don't he, have the master what's key. What's even bring him down look like? Nothing would even happen, honestly. No, no, I know. Like, you just have a black eye. Well, that's what Joey was saying. He's like, yeah, you know, just... Somewhere. Like Jungle just basically came out and said, like, yeah, man, everybody was ghosting in that app, so I did it too, and no one fucking cared. I've I've found this and honestly it's Perkins' fault because he said it's bigger than possible. Uh <laughs> like he just delivered the information so poorly that nobody gave a shit. But yeah, everyone was more mad about him stringing yeah. everyone along for <laughs> right. drama and clips. Right, right. <laughs> uh it's like you know, it's, it, it was it was the equivalent of like saying like oh, I have a bigger cheating scandal for you than possible, and then me going on the mic saying like, did you know the poker apps are cheated? It's like, <laughs> yeah, idiot, don't play on there. <laughs> um, so I mean that w- that was definitely an indication of like 
him being so insulated in his little collective circle of billionaires that are playing nosebleeds where it's like, holy fuck, these guys do shady shit. And it's like, yeah, of course they do. But, uh, yeah, Jungle Man's fucking, he's got a publicist. He was on MSNBC the other day, like, <laughs> talking yeah, about risk. Really? Yeah. It's like, this is a fucking joke. Like, he, he's dressing up as a wrestler at the World Series, winning the 50K. Like, he's winning. nobody he's W's, fucking man. cares. And, like, it's not like his integrity just improved overnight. The guy's probably just as scummy as he's always been. Now, to what degree that scumminess is, you know, maybe it's a four on the scum scale. Right. I don't know. But, like, it's not a one. It's not a zero. It's yeah. probably not a 10. Right. Or if it is a 10, we don't know about it. Because, like, all we know are these things. So I think that's, like, what, what Ingram was kind of saying is, like, bro, like, yeah. just you've already said you ghosted in the past. Just fucking come clean. No one cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. It's, like, you could put this to bed really quickly if you say that, like, okay, yeah, like, uh, I've ghosted in the past. These are the details to me ghosting in the past. But I ended it whenever I had a stable this big. It's, like, yeah, we're going to sit here and rip you. And say, I bet you didn't, but what, what are we going to do to find out more? You, Not, know? you can't do anything. Like, right. Nothing more you get. You can only get what you've been given when it comes to these things. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, maybe there's a ton more evidence out there, but I bet all of his Telegram chats have been scrubbed. And yeah. I bet his computer's at the bottom of a fucking lake somewhere. <laughs> there is no master key. It might wash up on Lake Mead. You never right. Know. Yeah. Wow. With a dead body, we're just going to find a bunch of hard drives. We can make a, uh, we can make a content, like a, a movie, on like where the master key is. To, to the entire story, you know? You go on an adventure, like National Treasure, to mm -hmm. find this yes. missing piece to the story. We'll get Nick Cage on it. And we'll get yeah. Nick, yeah. You, uh, you heard dead bodies are going for 5K, but washed up hard drives are going for like 20. <laughs> <laughs> Only 20, damn. There. I bet there's a lot of hard drives at the bottom of that lake. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> oh man, I'll never forget when I first like started uh, rising to prominence and having like good years or whatever. Um, <laughs> started winning money. Yeah. Uh, I had I had a friend um, who would give me advice now and again, mm -hmm. and I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about, but it had something to do with with online. It might have been like when Bitcoin first was a thing, and it wasn't very well understood. Should have listened to him. No, 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 no. It wasn't anything like that. It was like I, it was like I had my first Bitcoin or something along those lines. And uh, it just like wasn't very well understood or whatever. And he was like giving me advice. He's just like, take that fucking hard drive and you put it at the bottom of Lake Mead. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I don't think it's that big of a deal, man. Yeah. Wait, what? Because oh, like he was, in, he was implying like uh, something... Like, I basically could hide my money in Bitcoin. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I don't think that's a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if I understand this ledger thing correctly, my hard drive's not going to have much to do with it. But he, right. was, he was an old school guy. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, man, you don't throw it in the dump. You don't, you don't do this, that, or the other. You take that thing and you put it at the bottom of Lake Mead. <laughs> wow, it sounds like if you collected all the Bitcoin and then put it at the bottom of Lake Mead, that'd How be a pretty expensive Bitcoin hard drive. How much at the bottom of Lake Mead? Yeah. Oh, Maybe Man. he has his there. Yeah. <laughs> the hunt is on. We're on to you. I imagine there's got to be a couple flash drives buried in the desert somewhere. Oh, man. <laughs> Melissa has a lost flash drive. Sad days. It's worth less than it was, uh, you know, <laughs> six months ago. Yeah. yeah. How, how yeah, many coins year. are on it? Uh, two. Oof. It was two? $30 when it was given to me. Yeah. So I was mm. like, all right. 
I care about this. Yeah, you're gonna throw it in the bottom can of the lake. Can't how, even use this. How old were you? Sixteen. Sixteen? You didn't care about thirty dollars? Well, I couldn't use it. Yeah, I get it, but you know. I wanted Slick to buy shit. I didn't. <laughs> no, nah, hold on, Matt. Matt Wait, but you... like it was already worth thirty. Like if somebody handed it was me a baseball $30, card, thirty dollars. But like, I, this was when this was in 2012. Like Bitcoin was. I get it. You know, I'm just saying, if somebody handed like me a baseball worthless. card when I was like 16 and said, "Hey, this card's worth thirty bucks," I would be like, "Okay, well that sucks. I can't do anything with it." But like, stuff it in my closet somewhere. And, yeah. and then she I mean, said thirty, but she it might have been worth five. No, it sure. was thirty bucks. Was 30, I remember, yeah. but. I mean, I moved around so much, and, right. you know, I, exactly. it's, I it's a small well, thing. Even him saying it's a baseball card is different because baseball has value to him, you know? If you give him something, like, here's a water bottle that's worth $30. Here's a makeup palette. It's worth $30. Yeah. I mean, if you tell me it's now worth keep, 30 bucks, I'll probably just... Now keep, it, keep, it, now keep lie, it for seven, seven years? Yeah, keep it for seven years, and then it's going to be worth tens of thousands. <laughs> Matt, You'd be here's, like, yeah, uh-huh, you're fucking insane. I got this, Matt. Here's this water bottle. Keep this for seven years. Okay. And it might be worth something one day. Okay. But you never know. It could 100x, but it's up to you. I mean, as long as it's <laughs> worth something now, I would at least feel inclined Why? to be a bit of a hoarder. This guy's Why? a hoarder, man. He's a lot. He's you're a fake a hoarder. action hoarder. I'm a little bit of a hoarder. I still have t-shirts from when I was like 11. I'm so opposite of a hoarder. <laughs> I'll throw very, anything away. Like, Except I, the things I in your fucking closet. Except I actually have a bag of stuff I have to throw away. Yeah, you are anti-hoarder. Because if you're a full max hoarder, you'd have that wallet. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I'd have a lot of stuff. Or, yeah. You know. You'd have too much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> too much stuff. The real problem. Yeah. Hmm. Have I lost anything it. that I kind of wanted to... No, nothing like that expensive, I don't think. I... Wow, there was such a layup there. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. You haven't lost the goddamn thing. We're growing you around here. You got everything. We're this growing around. Fucking stop. Um, <laughs> Leave me kind. alone. So what's what's our final takeaway from from this Brit interview? I is really, the story I, dead? I'm actually going to look into finding a body language um, like analyst, and mm. I think it would be really good like content for this channel. Just not Joe Navarro. I don't know who that is. So he was the FBI guy who came out with like uh, a bunch of tell videos and a book of tells oh. and stuff like that <laughs> no we don't want a poker tell person we want an oh, yeah. actual like someone who's done criminal that, that's what he claimed he claimed that was his job with the fbi okay but it just did it not wasn't. translate okay. i mean it was such bullshit with like poker gotcha um but it might be good for this like i think it would just at least be interesting because well, we i've seen a that, lot of uh, videos like where they analyze it and i'm always interested yeah we could hit up that channel that does uh, you watch it all the time on YouTube. The one that does like the, the criminal the, investigation. He, yeah, like he, the hour long yeah. interviews or whatnot. He, went, he disappeared. I don't know. What, oh no! <laughs> I know. He hasn't, he hasn't made a video in like a year. Oh Man, no! Maybe he, maybe he's his channel blew up too, and like then he me. disappeared. Well, if he's not dead, maybe he's desperate. Yeah, we have to I'll, check I'll, like me. I'll DM him. We can get him on the yeah. cheap. Maybe. Mm. Oh man. Jim can't swim if you're around. <laughs> you can't, okay. can't that's his name no, i gotta tell you if, if you're on the lamb and not being able to swim that is that is a bad bad combination uh, we <laughs> lake, ask, lake mead's not that shallow we should ask chin his um chin's dr mama, mama Sita. Sita? Yeah. they said christian once hired a body body language specialist to see if i was <laughs> so i mean chin who's, oh chin said we can ask blake right after that so oh yeah blake like well yeah, Blake. Blake seems like he, he's more into the poker side of things. But yeah, I guess we maybe just we would find translate. someone online. Yeah, maybe on Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> Here's five dollars. Now analyze this five-hour content and tell me if he's lying or not. I don't know how much. I would... Do you think there's criminal investigators on Fiverr? 
Uh, it's possible, but I feel like we would want to do somebody who's like pretty established. Yeah, okay. If we're going to give him a platform. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> maybe not maybe, just. Maybe not Fiverr then. Mm. I mean, I'll put an ad up on Fiverr. JCS retired. Ugh. Mm. He was the best. Retired, they yeah. say. Quote unquote. That's what they all say. Mm. Scary. <clears throat> um, any other final takeaways? Is yeah. the story I dead? Think it, yeah, I think it is. I think it's dead until or if uh, something else. Like if, if Gigi decides to like, you know, come out with some more evidence or, or some, something big would have to happen. I think it's for dead this till take. the next person's mad at Bryn. I don't know. I think, I think if someone else just comes out with yeah. some more little like allegations with like, Need you know, wishy-washy kind of evidence, people are just going to be like, eh. I already thought it was sort of a tired story. I mean, it's been months since this mm -hmm. came out and I yeah. just sort of expected this interview to be a bunch of what we heard before you want to know what's wild to me what the Bryn videos that we did almost doubled the view counts of the ali and jake one that's because there's more well, drama yeah, like the more frog people know in. about Bryn too than them in the mainstream at least yeah that's yeah. probably true to some degree yeah it's a lot more fluff in that one than there is in the other one it's like yeah cheating roasting that's sad rta and everyone's like oh no frog poison we're in yeah, well, yeah about because the memes, it's like man. a cult like i love watching stuff about right. cults. that's yeah. true that's true there was definitely yeah. a lot of uh like <laughs> a lot of like, fluff for us to like i don't remember much about uh the entire situation as a whole but i do remember the message from sergey to martin the have you even tried yoga right like it's just <laughs> like have you even tried do we think gg will come out with a like an integrity council will do any sort of public messaging or anything <sighs> It's a good question. Uh, how much, how much do we as a community get to influence the Integrity Council? I don't really know what they do. <laughs> well, they internally, internally they work with operators. Okay, right? all operators, all not operators. Just GG. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, to my understanding, their next move is to get Ali, Jake, Squid, again, not Sam Grafton, yeah, uh, and some of the more uh, most egregious forms of RTAers, mm -hmm. uh, Fedor Cruz. My understanding is their next initiative is to get them all banned from live poker. Um, so I think that that will probably be the next announcement that we hear whenever that finally comes through. Uh, it's going to take collaboration with WPT, WSOP, uh -huh. uh, further collaboration with like Triton, uh, etc. But I think that that's what they're moving towards. As far as like this Bryn stuff goes, uh, I would, I, would, I would hope that they would at least go public and say that we reviewed it. Right? Yeah. I would take them making a statement saying, like, we reviewed the Bryn case. We found nothing. Case, case at least closed for now. Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's a bad look if they exist and just never message to the community anything. Right? Um, and I guess, like, on top of that, like, if they do come out and they basically say, like, okay, the Bryn thing is much ado about nothing, uh, I would probably also appreciate it if they cleared up everybody else who was tagged in. Like, you know, let's talk about Miskowski, let's talk about Sergi, let's talk about, um, trying to think, like, who else was kind of thrown under the bus there. Rock? Yeah. Uh, mm, Rock was with Ali. Uh, he's a part of Ali's stable. Okay. But yes, that would be great to be addressed also. Um, 
there's a lot of allegations there. Yeah, I, I mean, the Poker Council has their work really cut out for them because their job is to ensure integrity and act swiftly and message to the community, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious, like, how they plan on keeping, like, the community in the loop of yes, things. Yes, correct, and correct. Sort of, you know, how, how much detail are they going to give, you know, hey, we had a meeting, this is what we talked about. That's sort of how it would go in a like public type of organization i think right. but this is different than that obviously so i don't really know how they plan on doing that what worries me about this is that gg is affiliated right so there's that's my only concern a bit of a conflict of interest yeah just in the sense that there's probably things that they don't necessarily want to go public yeah so it does kind of muddle the messaging a bit that's my only concern when this is all said and done now what we gain in uh that partnership is a lot of uh, a lot of due diligence is able to be done by the council that we can we, we basically just have to trust mm -hmm. as a community so like Gigi will I'm sure uh, give them a lot more insight than we publicly will ever know and also a lot more is able to be done behind closed doors as far as like these other relationships go be it WSOP, WPT uh, EPT, whatever all of these uh, other outlets so I think in that regard like that's a big win for the integrity council but I think publicly one of the big l's that we take is that they are affiliated with gg and that just probably means a lot of protected information will never go public mm -hmm. um i don't know what to do about that i don't know get that, the body language expert in yeah that's <clears throat> yeah maybe he, he has some answers for us uh <laughs> i i don't know how we can do a better job of of digging um investigative reporting is tough in this industry everything's private Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, very little yeah. gets released. And I think that that makes it pretty challenging. It's also like what makes it very interesting, right? It's why people tune in to this pod and to Joey and to Doug whenever uh, these news stories break. Because we kind of don't have any affiliation to anybody. So we don't really have to be mindful of not... Putting... Yeah, we don't want your sponsorship anyway. <laughs> sour, grapes. sour grape strategy is going to yeah. work yeah, out yeah, for yeah. us here. Sure. Um, yeah, I think that this story is is on its last legs, at least for the time being. Yeah. What do you think this means for Four Poker, uh, Bryn's new site? Who knows, um, right? I don't know. I feel like they're going to be <laughs> giving some 100. sick rake back or something, though. Yeah. <laughs> Full going circle. That's yeah, the I mean, they're going to need to incentivize people to be on there in some way so this is what i'm not sure of like right. is it the same is it the same sort of structure that gg originally was like everybody just goes through bryn probably as their agent? i mean because yeah, he very bryn loosely was making a lot of money through that that setup i'm right. sure he'd like to have that again in some form well, i mean he basically <laughs> probably would. He very loosely admitted that like they're going to be fine with vpn right he was just like uh -huh. oh we you know don't want to take customers from places where poker is not legal wink wink but We'll judge it on a case-by-case -case basis. Which, for what it's worth, if you are one of the ones VPNing in that situation, that's scary as fuck. Because that just means, that, like, basically they every can single day... They just kick out all the winners. Yeah, the fate, <laughs> uh, your fate rests in their hands yeah. where they just, like, could be annoyed with you one day and just be like, okay, ban hammer. Didn't do seizing, yoga, ban hammer. Right, Taco Bell 3 a.m., ban. And we're seizing your account. No frog poison, ban. Yeah. And I mean, like, the the... <laughs> The scary thing is not getting banned. It's having your funds seized. Yeah. Yeah. Especially by like, you know, what is by all account and purposes, uh, um, or intent and purposes, uh, a gray site. Yeah. Right? Like they don't operate 
under I, I don't even know anything about four poker. Like, do they have a license? I assume so. They, I assume they're it's not like up in and Malta. running yet, right? They're not Well their beta was at least. Were they at two ten of hearts yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um sure. yeah, I don't know what this means <laughs> yeah. from a consumer confidence standpoint. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know how the acquisition model is going to work. I know that I passed on investing. Um, <laughs> even though I do think Honestly, that... Honestly, it's another big mistake. You would 100x? Probably. Bottom signal? Mine, mine 100x. <laughs> uh, I, I do think that the market is ripe. I think that there's a, a, a place for them to insert themselves. I don't know enough about like the overhead of running an online site, though. Like I was surprised when Runner no, Once had to pull up. probably start one. Yeah, you know, <laughs> something tells me it's not very cheap. Uh <laughs> We'll find uh, funds. You know, basically, like, <laughs> Run at Once seemed to have done everything right above board uh-huh. by the book, and they were just, like, out of business within a year and a half. Well, that's why. Yeah. Because they did everything above <laughs> board yeah, by right. the book. That is true. EG was allowing, like, VPNs when they were just an agent, you know, club site. Yeah, I think the play is if you're going to go dark side, you just go full-blown dark side. You just, like, create an app on the ice on the uh, dark web or something. Well, no, like, on the <laughs> Apple store for, like, $10. Just, or maybe a crypto just a straight up crypto thing. Yeah. Do we call it a hundred X coin? You make your um, own coin. Mm-hmm. There are a couple crypto, uh, crypto only sites. Sills with Clubs is one that's been up and running for a long time. Right. But uh, Virtue Poker is another one. Uh, it's full blockchain, so they actually use the blockchain as their randomizer. They use it as their um, like to to maintain integrity. So all their security is operated on the block as well that sounds nice it does sound nice but it's not Not doing well as far as i know (laughs) Mm. um i I don't think that they're having much success with it yeah it's a lot of a lot of problems not a lot of solutions a lot of complaining (laughs) not a lot of problems all right connie and i will be starting our poker site uh, in 2024 it's gonna be called poppin coin poker poker um, it'll be functioning only on pop and coin and, um, there'll be liquidity pools and degenerate farming. <laughs> what and, is, uh, I thought you were going to say liquidity issues. Yeah. Now we'll have pools. We'll have, no, you can farm your pop and coin yeah. after you win. So there's no issue. It, but it'll, be locked. it'll be locked for six years if, yeah. you, if you do that. So. And if there's an <laughs> issue, everything will just be on the tab, right? Right. Okay. It, it functions as a completely tab based system. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys want in on PCP, PCP it's going to 100x. Investors, it's up to you. Hit us up. Pop and Coin Poker coming in 2024. That's pretty soon. It's almost well, 2023. You know, yeah. It didn't say when in 2024. That's true. <laughs> December 31st. Yeah. Still really, that's still really, really no, close well, to well, How we hard were, is it we to get Pop and Coin yeah. off, the, off the... Pop and Coin will take less than three hours to make and get out there. You have a timeline? You, you have a, a business plan yeah, for Poppin' for PCP? Yeah, we've been talking about this for, for seven years. <laughs> it's been a long time Since coming. you had that Bitcoin in, your wall, in that hard drive. Right. What I, do you think is going to fund it? Yeah, that's, no, my no, Bitcoin, no, the Bitcoin from the hard drive. Oh, yeah. the lead Bitcoin? <laughs> that's our initial funding. Yeah. Wow. Well, a couple months ago, and Bitcoin was worth more. Mm-hmm. Less funding now. Well, you know. It's all relative. <laughs> it is all relative. Yeah, sometimes you just need to put in a good faith deposit, and then you'll get a bunch of money. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how Brin started stake his whole life. Stake your popping coin to receive poop coin. <laughs> <laughs> which you can then use in games. 
Okay. To then win popping coin mm-hmm. that w- you can stake for poo coin that you can use to buy you into games. So what you're saying is a shit coin. What you're saying is it's a circle. Yes. <laughs> it's a circle. And you may never cash out. <laughs> <laughs> Once you put in that money, expect it to be gone forever. I don't, have, I don't know a lot about crypto rugs, but I don't think you're supposed to let them know you're rugging right oh, out. There's right no rug. You, you can cash out. Oh. Yeah. Except, <laughs> except you know, probably not. Six years. Six years. Mm. So the the after six years, there's yeah. a fine it's a print locked, clause, locked, you know. You know. Yeah, Once it's an investment. All the uh, all the members are actually owners of the site. <laughs> what they're really buying with that with right. that uh, ICO buy, is if is you a buy popping coin, you actually have a percentage of the actual company. Yeah, it's a true ICO. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get out of here with a little update from Triton over at Cyprus. Uh, the 25k concluded today. Big shout out to Ebony Kenny. She got fifth place. Respect. Just mm. barely notching her previous high score. Uh, probably by about 5x, actually. Uh, she finished fifth for 250k. Just uh, we'll really, nice. really bringing it in. No big deal. Starting and, it off right. Yeah. Her first Triton. Yeah, now she's uh, technically free rolling to 200k. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty nice. Pretty nice spot to be in. Um, the winner of the event was Patrick Antonius. Patrick fucking Antonius. Largely due to this hand. Will be deemed dead. Be given a countdown. Crunch time. It really is. Make the call. After tanking for this long. Ferry coming with the one third on the flop. One third call. on the turn and he makes the call. Randy, are you kidding me? Patrick Antonius, ladies and gentlemen. He's done it. I mean, take a bow, sir. Calls flop correctly. Calls turn. Deep into the tank. Three left in this 25k. Makes the call with bottom pair. And the snap response from Ferry saying, good call, pal. Gets the good news. And we're back. We'll be deemed dead. So oh, to, I play with, oh, I play with Musatov in the, uh, in the 10K six max, actually. That's, that's great news. <laughs> I was just, sometimes, you know, I just look, it was hard to see the clip from over there, so I had to pull up my phone. Congrats, oh, congrats. I have a belly button. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing at all. So no, it's the same I thing. also want an MSVT. That was it's all the same. a joke. It's all the same. Uh, to give you guys a little context of what happened in that hand, uh, it went button open. Patrick defended big blind. Uh, Steve, Steve O'Dwyer was third in chips. I think he had 10 or 12 blinds to start the hand. Patrick had 15. Uh, button was chip leading with like 36, 37, something like that. Um, flop came uh, seven, seven high six. with a deuce. Seven, six, two, two close. Yeah. Check, two blinds, call. Turn was the queen of hearts bringing the back door. Check, four blinds, call. Uh, so now Patrick has like half pot remaining. River is the ace of diamonds. Check, snap jam. Uh, and I think, you know, if you get to watch the whole hand, uh, Henry did a great job of kind of illuminating that it might have a lot to do with the speed by which uh, the jam came through because really Patrick's hand sucks as a bluff catch. You block the back door hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is going to be a lot of the natural bluffs that you see out of. But it's also a bit of an ICM spot. So I think first place was 800K. Third place was like 300, second, like five. So you are playing for some 
small amount of a jump, although it's not super relevant, I don't think, once you get to the river, because you're going to be three of three anyway if you fold. Um, and, you know, he's basically left with, like, nine blinds. So uh, there is probably some degree of ICM here, uh, but it's not, like, a ton of ICM pressure, I don't think, especially when winning this pot wins you the tournament um, at some reasonable frequency. Uh, there was a discussion on the turn whether or not Patrick should check jam basically to keep himself out of this river decision because when you go unimproved, uh, you do just get shoved on at a reasonable rate. In any way, he, or in any event, he was able to suss it out, uh, used every one of his time banks, and then finally called with seven seconds left, was correct, got shown the 10 high, and turned around and shipped the whole fucking thing for 800k. Very nice, sir. Very nice. Very it's nice. amazing. I think they started to hand. Patrick had 15 blinds to start to hand. He played three streets of poker. Like that's yeah. just how yeah. poker's played nowadays. Yeah, it's... a lot of small bets going on. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, another another notch on the belt for the most beautiful man in poker. Even though mm -hmm. Melissa doesn't believe that. I didn't say he he was. I think he. You can't be the most beautiful man for like 20 years. Sure uh, you can. In this space, I th I think you he, ever heard think... of George Clooney. Yeah, also, I think yeah. uh, we're not exactly a bunch of lookers here in the poker community. I think he might be able to hold on to this title into well, his 50s. Well, there's some lookers. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hi, Brian. <laughs> Brian has some ideas, too. Brian had, Brian had some people Jordan's in mind. thinking of well, some people, too. You had some people Please in mind. Please do tell. <laughs> I've already talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah we about. know who you fucking gush over. Yeah, of Rumor course. was you'd kick Patrick out of bed, so, you know, that's unfortunate for him. Who did? That, that's what you, you Who said. Who kicked Patrick out No, of you said you would. You were like, no, I'm, I'm over this guy. I think only guys want to sleep with Patrick. I was never Patrick. under him. <laughs> 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 yeah. that's, a, that's a great friends callback that you're not even aware of. Well, don't worry about so, it. Friends, Jimmy Fallon, you know. You I, can try to shame too, me all you want. Too normie for me. You can try to shame me all you want, but friends is a goddamn too great sitcom. Me. Too normie. <laughs> yeah. what, what's not normie? You're just into antic like, or subculture? Tim and Eric. What? Oh, the fucking... <laughs> are we going to do this again? The, the Tim... Tim's uh, cooking or show? No, no, no. Yes, Eric, absolutely. Uh, Eric Andre? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that no, what you're okay. talking about? No, no, no he's not great. talking about that. Oh, what's Tim, Tim and Eric, Eric is different. Oh, okay. What's Tim and Eric? He wouldn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> there are 900 people out there. At least one of them's heard of Tim and Eric. Yeah. Yeah, but not you. I've never heard of it. Me either. You got to get Pissmans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you guys. You're yeah. beyond help. Mm. <laughs> We're all beyond help. I would say I'll Google it, but let's be honest. You won't. I won't. No. Nope. I don't care. All right. You've never heard of Tane. No, I don't know what the hell's going on here. <laughs> I got to get out of here. I can't take this anymore. Uh, th thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at normal time at noon and then Thursday, Friday, we're going to be doing the late show because we are running another oh, Poker Out Loud Academy. Um, another late show <laughs> it's, it's, let's pray it's a little less unhinged uh, in the only friends after can't dark get, can't be worse just put a muzzle on me honestly <laughs> can't be no, contained in the, night. In the we'll just, night we'll just bring some dude rags or dude, dude wipes dude rags, <laughs> dude, dude dude rags. rags. Like, you got do rags on do the rags. brain you got your, your do rags on right now do rags okay, I hate well, what's gonna do better in the merch store Berkey do rag or Landon cardboard I'm actually gonna wear a do rag one day please do <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Hulk Hogan do rag <laughs>
Please do. Hulkamania, brother. All right, we'll be back tomorrow at noon. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Shout out to Poppy for sending everybody over here. We appreciate you, my man. We will see you manana. Later, squad. Peace.